0: Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. What's going on, HPC? So glad you decided to join us today as we are trekking through the book of Genesis. This is where it all started. This is the beginning, the creation story. You know, it's so important that if we want to know why we exist, if we want to know what our purpose or what our function is here in life, then we have to go back and see why we were created, what we were created for. Along this same thought, I was just thinking about, you know, it's almost like as a man, it's like a rite of passage. That at some point in your life, you're going to grab something else whenever you really need a hammer. Like thinking about even this Christmas, putting together toys for my kid. Sometimes you're just a little too lazy to go and grab the hammer out of the garage and you pick up something else and start using it. Man, I've used books. I've used shoes. I've used my fists. And typically what really happens is I ended up not working. I end up frustrated and having to really go get a hammer and thinking about this whole purpose of life and existence. And I think a lot of times in life we end up the same way if we truly don't walk in the purpose we were created to walk in. We end up frustrated. So let's go back today and go back to the creation, see what we were truly created for. And we're looking at Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 through 28. It says, Then God said, Let us make human beings in our image to be like us. That's powerful even in itself. They will reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and the livestock, all the wild animals on earth, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. That's the third time he says that. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply. We don't need interpretation there. Fill the earth and govern it. Reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and all the animals that scurry along the ground. So when I first take a look at this, I see three things that really stand out to me that we were created for, that we were created to walk in. The first one, he says that we were created in God's image to be like him. We were created to be like God. We were created in his image and likeness. We were created with personality, with moral and spiritual qualities that only God and man have. Just thinking about we have self-consciousness. We have God consciousness. We have freedom, responsibility, speech, moral discernment. These are all things that only God and human were created with. These are things that God has blessed us with to distinguish us above all else. But also so that we can walk in truly in our purpose and what we were created to do. We gotta remember this is also pre-fall that we're talking about. This is before sin had even entered the life. He had entered into the world through Adam and Eve. So it also means here that we're we're really created and we function at our best and highest capacity, not just as followers of Jesus, but even as humans as a whole, when we eliminate the sin in our lives. Yes, we're saved by grace through the blood of Jesus Christ. See, sin will never separate us from the love of God, but it will wreak havoc and frustration when we walk in in our lives. We weren't created to walk in sin, church. We were created to walk in life and righteousness and freedom. And we got to remember that God's grace not only covers our sin, but it also empowers us and enables us to walk in freedom from our sins. See, we were created to reflect and demonstrate who God is here on earth. We were created to reflect his love, his heart, his character. We were created to resemble God. And second, we were created to do this together. We were created not to do life alone. We can't walk in the purpose we were created to walk in alone, church. It's impossible. You weren't created for it. In James five 16, I'm not even going to go into it, but it basically says you can't even walk in healing from your sin if you're doing life alone. It says that we were created, he created both male and female. He created the people Different, but to do life together. You know, later on in Genesis 2, I also I think this is so crazy, this is so creative and just so detailed how the, the word of God is. Later in Genesis 2, God goes into more detail about how he created man and woman. And he actually uses two different Hebrew words. We're going to do a little word study here. He uses two different Hebrew words to describe how he created a male and how he created a female. See, for man, he uses this word, and I'm probably going to butcher it, but in Hebrew it says, y'all star. When he created man, it says he took dirt from the earth and it says that he you starred it. it made, basically, it says that he squeezed the man into shape. And then he said he took notice and saw that man was not good alone. So it says that he took the rib from Adam and he uses a completely different word on how he created woman here. He uses a word that sounds something like ball gnaw which is a lot different than just squeezing dirt, but it's a much more meticulous word, which means to to build or to form and fashion or, or to do something very delicately. And that's basically, church, why women are so complex and complicated. And sometimes women wonder if men even have a brain, right? I just helped somebody out there. But even though he created us different, it says that he created us to do life together to function as one in order to accomplish God's will and purposes here on earth. And I love how God even hints here at the Trinity. He says, let us create him in our image. See, just as the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit work together, we're supposed to work together as male and female in our marriages. I read a commentary that said, As a husband and wife demonstrate oneness in their marriage, they reflect the unity of the Godhead. Oneness involves being in agreement with God's will and purposes. Oneness is essential for an orchestra, an athletic team, and a construction crew, as well as a family to achieve a common purpose. Oneness oneness in a marriage is essential that a husband and a wife are to fulfill God's purpose for humankind. He goes on to say, generally speaking, women feel a marriage is working if they talk about it, but men feel it is working if they don't talk about it. That's funny. That's true. So even beyond marriage, though, as a church, in order to accomplish God's goal and in order to accomplish our purpose here in life, we must function as one as a church. We can't do life alone. We're better together. We're stronger together. We can do more together. I hear people say all the time, you know, I love Jesus, but I'm just really not into that whole church thing. And I know a lot of times that people have experienced church hurt and understand that. And, and God wants to heal that in your heart, in your heart. But the truth is, just as a man that's married to a wife, you know, the Bible says that the church is the bride of Christ. So if you come tell me you want to be my friend, but you don't want to be friends with my wife, we're just not going to get too far. So I'm just going to leave that there for you. But then he goes on to say in verse 28, he says, Then God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and multiply. Say that again. Be fruitful and multiply. He says, Fill the earth and govern it. Reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and all the animals that scurry along the ground. So we were created to be like God. We were created to do life together. We were also created to be blessed and declare God's rule and reign. Some scholars believe here in this text, it doesn't just say that we were created in God's image, but it says that we were created as God's image. You see, in ancient days, emperors would actually demand that their statue be built and put up in various areas of their empire. And what this statue did was it declared that these areas were under their power and reign. So God placed humankind as living symbols of himself on earth to represent his power and reign, to be blessed by him and to be a blessing to where they've been placed, to shine like the light of the world and declare that people can walk in freedom and life and in purpose through God. And this is our purpose. So maybe you're watching today and you feel like you're stuck in a dead end job. Maybe your your house, maybe even in home, there's no peace there. You don't feel purpose there. Or maybe you just feel stuck in a struggling marriage or just stuck in life in general. But let me remind you that you were placed exactly where you are for such a time as this, for such a purpose that's so much bigger and so much greater and grander than any paycheck could ever give you, than any career could ever give you. You don't simply have a career, but you have a calling. Just like Pastor Mike, I love it how he says it all the time. A career is what you're Paid for, but a calling is what you're made for. But it all goes back to truly believing and understanding, church, that you were created in the image of God. So I want to pray for some people today that maybe you be struggling, you struggle to really see yourself created in the image of God. Maybe you've had some things spoken over you over a childhood so many times that you've begun to believe them about yourself. Or maybe you see yourself through the lens of your, your biggest failures. But I want to remind you today that you are not what you've done, but you are His. You are his because you belong to him, because he paid the highest price for you to belong to him. And he created you in his image, down to the smallest detail. So let's pray. Father God, we just thank you for your word that it just is a light to our feet, a lamp upon our path, Father. Lord, I just pray for anyone right now with just a negative view of how they view themselves, Father. Lord, I pray just... I pray just freedom over them, Lord, that you break the chains of the lies of the enemy right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray that they be given the mind of Christ, that they're reminded that they were created in your image for such a time as this, for a purpose that's so much bigger than they could ever ask, think, or imagine. Lord, you worship that they are fearfully, wonderfully made, Lord. Every detail of their life, of their personality, of their, even their humor, whatever it is, Lord, you put it there on purpose for a purpose. So, Lord, I just pray for just freedom over people's minds that begin to see themselves the way that you see them. Lord, I pray that you bless everybody that's watching. You bless their day. And I pray that we walk in new purpose today. We walk in new strength today. We walk in new hope and new grace and a new peace today because you created us for such a purpose. So, Lord, we love you and we worship you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit healingplacechurch.org.